We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right. All right, you guys. Oh, Lord, I'm in the yellow. <laughs> Can y'all see and hear me? Let me make sure, honey. Hopefully, YouTube won't be acting up too much. They've been keeping me in the yellow lately. Hey, everybody. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, thank you, Rosie, for the $20 super chat. Welcome, new member, Brittany Roberts. Hey, you guys. Thank you guys so much for coming through. Um, I've been trying to live stream the last few days, but just I've been mentally exhausted, tired, working out. Plus, on this, you know, fasting thing, I feel like I'm getting slimmer in my face and stuff. So I've been like really putting in work. So I just been just exhausted. So I just couldn't stream. But today, I slept until like 2 in the afternoon, so I felt better to come on and stream today. So there's a lot to get to, okay? There's a lot of stuff to talk about. Welcome, 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 everybody. I want to wait until we get at least 1,000 people in here. Um, Terrell Bembry, thank you so much for the 1999 Super Chat. I appreciate it. Um, Mercy Pie 82 says, leave T alone. The most intelligent people are always late. It's cool, though. Y'all sure waiting on her. Thank you. You know, I got to get everything right, honey, before I pop up on here. And then there's a lot of, like, just testing stuff, making sure the equipment and everything is right and making sure I have my notes together. So thank you for understanding. Um, welcome, new member, Maya Jackson. Uh, Julia... Schreier says, Auntie looking fine tonight. Love you, T. Love you, too, and thank you so much. I'm rocking my nude lip again, and I did a little tutorial on all four colors, and I'll edit that later and post it onto YouTube. Um, Ayana, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. And David Car uh, Carmarello says, you look great, T. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, shit, we got over 4,000 people that quick. We went from 600 to 4,000 people. All right. So it has been a crazy few days. But like I always say, I will never get on live and stream if I'm not mentally up to it, if I don't feel good. Ain't nobody trying to watch a live stream that's all dry and boring, honey. Okay, I don't do that. So I was like, let me just, you know, take a few days off. So I'm here. And I have been keeping up. With all of this Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, you know, this beauty community drama. this We could call this 2.0, okay? It's been a whole year since the first drama happened a year ago. So a lot of people want to know my opinion on everything. So I want to talk about it today. Um, so one thing I cannot stand is like this fake-ass victimhood that goes on on YouTube. 
as soon as people are being held accountable for their actions, here come the tattoo tears and here come, you know, my, my, my mental status, my mental health. I need to take a break because of my mental health. But when they're involved in drama, fuck shit, getting all types of money, mental health is not a concern until they're held accountable. So we're going to go ahead and talk about it because I've been I've been calling out these people for over a year and it seems like the Internet is finally starting to wake up. And I just find it very funny how this shit continues to go on in the white beauty community. Okay, because that because make no mistakes. That's what it is. There's two different communities. If this was any of the bigger black beauty gurus constantly being problematic, constantly, you know, just trending for bullshit, they'd have been canceled. So let's start there. Okay, so with this situation. And I'm glad that YouTube is not like bleaching my skin out today. I see I look more brown in this video. I told y'all it's not me doing anything different. So it looks like the stream is all the way up to par. Because last time I looked like I looked like a damn ghost, honey. I'm like, what happened to my melanin? I see it now. Hey, for the melanin coming through. Hey. Because <laughs> last time I was like, who is this? <laughs> is that me? Okay, I'm glad YouTube got their shit together, okay? Okay, we, we, we represent brown skin over here. <laughs> Thank you, uh, uh, Brevon. She says, T, you look amazing. Your skin is glowing. Thank you, babe. Um, BL Sherelle says, hey, T, that color on you is absolutely phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you so much. So let's go ahead. We're going to call out a, a lot of people. I, I see through a lot of bullshit and people trying to play victim and, you know, people want, want hero status. You know, I, I see through it all. So let me see here. So one thing about, I'm just looking at my notes I took. One thing about Jeffrey, he's been involved in a lot of drama lately. And I'm sorry, I'm coughing again. He's been involved in a lot of drama. So I believe maybe like two months ago, it was a whole issue with uh, Davy Vanity. He was some type of singer in a rock band with Jeffrey Star. And he's been accused of basically sexual... I don't want to say the word because, you know, YouTube, but abusing young girls. And he slept with a young girl as young as 11 years old. And the young girl was uh, Jessica Slaughter. I think now she's like transitioned into a man or something like that. But I remember years ago when her video went viral and I remember watching that little girl crying. That is the little girl, if y'all don't know, where the daddy went viral for saying, you done goofed. You done goofed. He was tired of people bullying his daughter. And this was a grown man, I believe in his 20s at the time, who sent all his fans to go attack this girl. The whole breakdown of their story is so sad. She was attacked by the internet, trolled. And then now we find out years later that this man, Davi Vanity, slept with her at 11 years old. She was a fan of his and he basically groomed her. And her dad ended up dying because of just stress from the internet and people trolling them, calling them. They were docs. It was a bunch of mess. So the daddy died. And then this little girl went from a girl to now she's a boy. You know, so that right there really annoyed me because y'all know how I feel about, you know, S abuse and, you know, the M word and the R word and all that stuff. And especially like, you know, a grown person doing this to a child. 
And at that point, Jeffrey had called out the guy way back when. But then now, fast forward to 2020, him and Jeffrey wanted to bury the hatchet and come back and, you know, be cool. So people started holding him accountable. Like, hold up now. Ten years ago, you was calling my types of child, you know, predators and everything else. So why are you trying to work with them? Honey, they went on Chris Hansen and everything. I don't miss shit. You know what I'm saying? I watch a lot of stuff go down on YouTube. I don't always report on it. So Jeffrey claims he had no idea. It had nothing to do with him. Yada, yada, yada. Right? So that was the whole vanity situation. Um, there is a, I believe there's an investigation going on. And if it comes out that he did abuse that child when she was 11 years old, he needs to be held to the fullest extent of the law. Davy vanity. Okay. So then after that, I mean, the whole, it was just sad. It was just sad because I remember that video going viral and I remember cause she was about the same age. No, I think my son was a lot younger, but I'm just like, this is a little girl. Like, why are people trolling an 11-year-old? It just didn't make any sense. You know, but she's grown now. It's just the whole thing was just disgusting. So now let's fast forward to this. Then his friend Tab comes out and exposes Jeffrey for once again um, for racism and for talking shit about his friends. He was talking shit about Trish Paytas and, um, you know, other people. And so the guy Tab called it out and was talking about how Jeffree Star had basically hired a police officer who was fired in Florida for saying the N-word. And Jeffree Star heard about this and gave him a job. I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this clip really quick of um, Tab talking about it. I got a lot of notes, honey. So give me just a second. Get everything pulled up here. Okay, I want to make sure y'all can see everything here. And the, I'm not going to mention his name, but he had told me a story about how he was an ex-police officer. And he had got fired in Miami for saying the N-word on the job. And Jeffrey flew him from Miami to be his personal bodyguard or security guard or whatever, knowing that about his past. So when he had told me that, I already had this gut-wrenching feeling. So I got back to the hotel room. I put the pants on. And it was kind of just a mess all from there. I mean, like... All right, we're not going to play the whole thing. I'm just getting everybody up to speed on everything that's going on, okay? So that was the guy, Tab, basically calling out Jeffrey, and this was Jeffrey's, you know, friend, okay? So now, oh, we got a big old super chat. Hold up now. Uh, Nivos Jean Lewis. I hope I pronounced it right. Or maybe it's Jean Lewis. It sounds maybe French. Says, hey, T, I've been a subscriber for three years, and I love and enjoy your content. Thank you for keeping us informed. You are more than welcome, and thank you so much for the super chat. I definitely appreciate it. Um, Y'all know me, and I'm going to always keep it real. I'm going to state my opinion. Folks don't have to agree, but that's how I feel. People are here because they want to hear it. So thank you for supporting my channel and being a a true tea sipper. I really appreciate it. So, um... 
after Tab's video went viral, and, you know, of course, the beauty community was all talking about it. Folks were making videos. And then another friend of Jeffree Star named Cameron Lester, and he's like a beauty, um, he's done modeling and makeup, and he's a black guy. And so he came out and he spoke out about Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson and basically said that Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star would sit up all the time and talk shit about James Charles, okay? And so he just noticed a lot of really crazy things about Jeffrey, how fake he was, how he wanted him to not like James Charles and things like that. And Cameron wanted to stay neutral. He's like, well, James has never done anything to me. And they're basically forcing him to pick a side. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and show you guys the video um, of Cameron Lester talking about it. So give me just a second here. Like cursing James out, and I was just like kind of taken back because I've never seen Shane Dawson like that, and he was just going in on James, and I was like, oh, is there like some, there, there's something like brewing, there's something going on with James and Shane and Jeffrey, so I was just uncomfortable, and I just was like, uh, I'm gonna stay over here. It's always, I felt like this was a game. I felt like this continued to be a game with Jeffrey and a game with Shane Dawson. Even with Shane Dawson posting me on his platform, I was grateful. But I always, I felt like it was kind of like to silence me and be like, hey, like, we're going to just keep giving you breadcrumbs and hanging you by a string and manipulating you so you can stay quiet. So you will never speak your truth. So you won't talk about that situation in the hotel um, that Shane was going off and talking, cursing out James and on FaceTime with Jeffrey. Which kind of goes to show Shane and Jeffrey were plotting something. Cameron then. Okay, so you guys just seen that. So give me just a second here. And let me read this comment really quick because this is going to tie into a lot of stuff. So Brittany Jacqueline says, Cameron used to hang with He Flawless and he was never into makeup. It's surprising to see him in the community now. And we're going to talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm noticing a lot of men, honey, who are all of a sudden jumping on the makeup train because there's a check to get. See, folks don't want to talk about that. So I'm glad you brought that up, Brittany. I appreciate that. So now, you know, Cameron wants to spill the tea, but a lot of the black beauty gurus been telling you about Jeffree Star for years. But, you know, as long as you were the token, you were okay with that. And that's why I always say, y'all, fat meat is greasy. Okay? A, a, a hard head makes a soft ass. That's basically the meaning of fat meat is greasy. So, again, when you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. So now you can't play victim and be like, oh, my God, I didn't know. I'm so surprised. So it was cool when he was disrespecting James. But then when he turned on you, now it's an issue. Okay. So now we have now she she's a tea lady. Her name is Ashley Kai. I believe or Ashley Kyle. Okay, sorry. It's Ashley Kyle. Now she came out and basically made a video Basically stating that she was on Jeffree Star's payroll. And I noticed a lot of people gave her props for being honest. And the whole time I'm watching this play out, like, are y'all dumb? Like, literally, she was on his payroll. She saw nothing wrong with what he was doing. But now that that gravy trained has ended, because remember, she said she made like $38,000 in one month. 
Meanwhile, any, you know, black influencer or commentator who did commentary on the Tati, James, and Jeffree Star situation last year, we couldn't even get over 100,000 views. Meanwhile, they were getting millions of views because Jeffree Star was already giving them the tea. She had videos prepared. So as soon as Jeffree tweeted something, she dropped the video and was able to get all the views first. So... I'm confused as to how people are acting like she's a hero. She was down with the fuck shit too, okay? And she can try and play victim and, oh, I've learned my lesson and I've grown and all this stuff. All these people are grown. That's why I don't understand this whole victim mentality. We're talking about people who are in their 30s, damn near in their 40s, acting like they're in high school, acting like this is the mean girl club. And then as soon as, you know what I'm saying, the gravy train runs dry and, and they see everybody's throwing Jeffree Star under the bus. Well, let me do that, too. Because, again, it's all about numbers, views, subscribers. None of these people have genuine relationships. All they're doing is using each other to try and get to the next level. So to me, no, she was she was no hero in this situation by trying to call out Jeffree Star and all his antics. I was here for the tea she was spilling. But to me, she's just as guilty. She's just as guilty because she played a hand in them trying to destroy James Charles. So if you didn't feel bad for him a year ago, then don't come out with a video now trying to have his back. You're full of shit. All these folks are. But folks ain't ready to do that and talk about that. So then on top of her coming out with her video, you know, trying to be a hero now and throw Jeffree Star under the bus and, you know, spill all the tea about how Jeffree was doing this and how Jeffree talked shit about James and, you know, but as long as he was disrespecting James and she was getting a check from it, she was cool with it. She was cool in the game. But like I said, now that that gravy train done ran dry, now the sudden, you know, people are seeing a whole different perspective. Now the some people are seeing how effed up it is. No, when you have integrity, you see through the bullshit from day one. Okay, I saw through the bullshit a year ago. I'm not a fan of James Charles, but I saw what they were trying to do. And if you guys remember the videos that I put out last year, I had his back 100 percent. And I was happy when he came back with his video and clapped back at all their asses. So now let's go ahead and talk about the next one. So now Shane Dawson's ass. The one who likes to play innocent, he's getting drugged up and down social media because people are finally waking up to his bullshit. And they feel like he had a hand in the whole drama with Jeffree Star and, um, and James Charles. And so people started holding him to task. Now, like I said earlier, you have a lot of guys. Let me see here. Somebody said, in my opinion, Jeffree Star... Ashley Kyle was to Jeffree Star was Fox News is to Trump. Exactly. Money can make some things put up with things that are, are wrong. I'm glad she bought up Petty Page. All these people are full of shit. <clears throat> Let me read some of these super chats. Um, Fatty French said, I've been watching you since my 11th grade year. I'm now a nurse in my late 20s. Thank you so much for the super chat and congratulations on your nursing degree. Thank you. Um, so like I was saying, so now, uh, Shane Dawson is trying to play crazy. Ain't nobody seen or heard from Shane Dawson in weeks. 
Now, this dude did a collaboration, a makeup collaboration with Jeffree Star on the conspiracy palette. Okay? Like Brittany was saying earlier, you have a lot of men who were not into makeup, who were not into cross-dressing, who were just regular gay boys. But now that there's a check to get, all of a sudden they're into makeup. And y'all goofies ran to go buy the palette, sold out. He started a beauty channel, okay, Shane Dawson did, claiming that, you know, he was going to do tips and tutorials and show makeup looks. This man made millions of dollars off of this palette and didn't drop not one video on his beauty channel that got over 3 million subscribers in less than a week. Okay? This conspiracy palette came out months ago. How do you... Get behind a conspiracy, any palette, conspiracy, I don't give a damn what the name is. And you don't even use your own makeup. You're not even showing videos using your own products. That doesn't make any sense. That's how you know it's nothing more than a money grab. Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star used each other. Shane Dawson, his channel was starting to die. Nobody was paying attention to him. His conspiracy videos were bullshit. And so he started doing the whole, the behind the scenes, let's look at these YouTubers' lives and let's try and interview controversial YouTubers. And that video, um, The Secret World of Jeffree Star, the first one that he did, it showed Jeffree Star in a more humanizing light. I did watch the first um, series. I did enjoy it. It showed, you know, a lot more about Jeffree Star, right? I believe that's what it was called, the first series. I might be wrong. And so they were both using each other. It helped Jeffrey, you know, be seen in a different light. And it helped, you know, bring Shane into Jeffrey's world. So after that, that's when they decided to collaborate and do the palette together. And to this day, he hasn't done anything. You don't see him wearing the makeup. You don't see him doing anything. So again, like I was saying before, you got a lot of dudes who are jumping on the makeup train because there's a check to get. Nothing more, nothing less. I don't have an issue with men wearing makeup, but there's a big difference between people who are into makeup like a James Charles and somebody like a Shane Dawson who's just doing it for a quick money grab. And that's real tea. So now, Shane went on a rant over the weekend where he basically was calling out beauty gurus and saying that he's done with the drama, it's too much on his mental health. He didn't sign up for all this, but he did sign up to get a fat check, though, okay? He got a check from the documentary, and he got a check from the makeup palette. And when they restocked, he got another check. So he was cool with that. But now that there's backlash and people are trying to hold him accountable for what he did a year ago, all of a sudden, oh, my God, my mental health is at risk. I ain't got time for this. Oh, what was me? He's full of shit. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this video real quick um, of this lady reading it because I'm not going to read the nonsense. So y'all go ahead and watch this real quick. Attention-seeking, game-playing, narcissistic, vengeful, two-faced, ticking time bombs ready to explode. And I am over talented and creative smart and love makeup but they also joined a side of the internet that is obsessed with looks money power fame screenshots and subtweets releasing private texts voice memos emails and other receipts as a way to paint yourself in a particular light or someone else in a bad light is weird to me and i will never engage in that that is a game that they know how to play well and i would rather eat my own hands off than play it yes jeffrey is in that list of dramatic gurus and he would admit to that and he will always be a family to me and i love him despite the 
those characteristics. He is very aware of the fact that I don't agree with many of the ways he approaches situations and I have been very honest with him about needing to make some changes. But as far as being in the beauty world, I can't take the drama anymore and it's not how I'm wired so I'm out. It's draining, exhausting, depressing, and sometimes amazing. But for me, the amazing outweighed by the bad. I can't have a pit in my stomach every day waiting for the next scandal or the next exposed video. It's gonna give me health issues and I'm done caring about it anymore. I've never been involved in a drama with another YouTuber, ever. And the second I decide to do a beauty series, boom, I'm in a hurricane. So did I plan Dramageddon? Are you serious? No. Do people in the YouTube world come to me like a grandpa and tell me their problems and ask for advice? Yes. Is it easy for me to get wrapped up in something potentially toxic if I think someone I love is hurting or upset? Yes. It's an issue I need to work on and have been working on. When she told me how upset she was in person, I had the same reaction the world did when they saw her video. I felt awful for her and she seemed broken. So I tried to be there for her and be someone she could talk to about it. So was I shocked that she decided to make a video? No. Was I shocked that Tati read his ass for filth yes i wasn't acting i didn't know it was going to be that intense looking back i still believe her on a lot of what she said and i believe she felt it was what she needed to do at the time does she regret it probably does it mean we should see james as some poor innocent sweet angel no don't get it twisted him and jeffrey have always been at the top of the dramatic guru list and i mean that with love did i warn james about the video no why for reasons that I will never discuss. We've spoken privately on it and that's that. Do I think James is the devil? No. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, Somebody give Grandpa Shane Dawson a damn violin. Miss me with the bullshit. Near, 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 near. My mental health can't take this. My stomach hurts. I, I've never been involved in any drama before this and... Like I said, it's just a bunch of people trying to play victim, okay? And then the fact that he still tried to throw James Charles under the bus and, you know, throw shade towards him and say that he needs to eat some humble pie. Now, maybe he got arrogant. Hell, the boy was nothing but 19. With over 19 million subscribers, he went to the Met Gala with the damn CEO of YouTube. All the girls in the high school, they, you know what I'm saying, they all run to go buy his pallets. Maybe his head did get big. Maybe he did get arrogant, but that does not negate the fact that all y'all plotted on this young boy's downfall and y'all use words like predator and y'all try to spin a narrative. And that's the bullshit that I don't agree with. It's one thing to have drama with somebody, but it's another thing to try and lie and try and destroy their character. And that's what I saw from all three people. Let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Destiny says, hey, T, I've been watching you since I was 15, 16. I'm 19. I hope I can grow my discernment because watching the past, I see where I've been wrong with my judgment. I still don't like any of them. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. So like I said, um, even as recently as this year, Jeffrey was still talking about he had receipts proving that, you know, James was a predator. But I thought y'all were done spilling tea. I thought y'all were done being messy. But you guys are still dragging him into some mess. It, it's just a bunch of bullshit. It's a bunch of people who don't want to take personal responsibility for the roles that they played in this whole drama getting situation. So let me go ahead and play this clip for y'all. I uh, put 
put together the parallels of this ten-year situation and and me saying this stuff about James. And why? I know, but, I know, but like it, it's the same scenario though, because like if James is actually a danger, right? Then this yes. is the opportunity, like the Darby thing, where you can say something. You know what I mean? Or is like maybe you shouldn't have put that tweet out. Like which one is it? Like I, I'm sorry, Jeffrey, but I have to ask. No, I know, and I, I'm 100 comfortable with, with that. Um, it's going to upset a lot of people, but the truth is, is that someone, and right now I legally can't say who, um, told us a few things. But it, this is exactly the same thing that happened before, right? It's a, it's actually not. What? So if you want, we can pause, and I can go in another room and play Banks, what I have on my phone, and he can determine if he would have sent the same tweet. At the end of the day, I'm not going to out a victim of James Charles. So once again, still being messy. Mr. I, want, I don't want anything to do with the drama. I'm done with the drama. Still being messy. We have over 11,000 people watching. I need all 11,000 of y'all to hit the like button. It's free. Don't come to my live stream sipping tea and then not hooking me up with a like, okay? So anyways, welcome. Thank you guys for joining. All I see is a bunch of people who are full of shit and who are now trying to play victim. So now, as of, I believe, today, Tati is coming out and she's low-key speaking out, but not really, Okay. So this is what Tati posted today. So Tati says, you've waited there for me. Keep waiting there for me. And then she adds Gabriel Lillipan. And that's a song called Dear Happy. And that's basically what she posted. So... A lot of people are saying that she's hinting at she's supposed to be coming out and exposing all of this and everything else. What I don't want to see, because Ta me and Tati are about the same age, okay? I'm not trying to see no grown woman sit here and try and shift the blame and act like she was so manipulated by Jeffree Star and she was so manipulated by Shane Dawson. At the end of the day, these are all grown adults. What I've always seen from day one was the mentee who was Tati started feeling some way when the mentor that she was mentoring surpassed her. See, it was cool when James Charles was at only 100,000, 200,000 followers. And Tati's been on here for 10 years. And at that time, she was only at 2 million. And then all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the pendulum swift and it switched. And then James Charles was up here at 19 million. And he got that in less than, you know, not even two years. So I believe that it did make her feel some type of way on top of James Charles possibly getting more arrogant. And I can see him getting arrogant because he's a 19-year-old young person. And anybody who has that much fame, power, and money coming to them at a young age, you're going to be a tad bit arrogant. Hell, you got people who work at damn McDonald's who have arrogant attitudes because they're just happy they have a damn job. So you can't tell me a 19-year-old who's worth millions of dollars, who you know is, is here and there and, and collaborating with major makeup companies, that his ego might get a little bit inflated, Okay. But that is where you as an adult and as a mentor come in and you pull him to the side. Okay, because that child, well, I'm not going to call him a child, but he's a young man. But at that time, he was 19. He was young enough to be Tati's son. Okay, because I got a 19-year-old. So he was young enough to be Tati's son. So what you do is that you pull him to the side and you check his ass. 
I don't like your arrogant attitude. I've been here from with you from day one. I taught you the ropes. I don't want to ruin our relationship. But you know what I'm saying? You owe me an apology. You did X, Y, and Z. That's what adults do. So she allowed Jeffree Star or Shane Dawson or whoever to hype her up to make that video by sister. That's on her. Take ownership for that. I don't want to see no video of her coming out boohooing about how she was manipulated. No, you were grown. You were being messy. And even the first part of her video, how she was upset, how he didn't, you know, promote her uh, sugar bear hairline. I mean, her, her vitamins. And then he went to go promote sugar bear hair. I could see that being an issue for her. I understood when she was talking about that because it's like, damn, if you were a friend, why would you not promote my vitamins? But then you're going to promote somebody else's. But why had the issue is when she started adding extra sauce to the story. Because she knew there was going to be a segment of the population who didn't give two shits about her vitamins or this sugar bear hair situation. Okay. But what she did was start talking about how James hits on straight men, how he was flirting with waiters and, you know, how he's always going after straight guys. So when she poured that sauce onto it, she knew what she was doing because she could have left it at the main issue, which was the vitamin situation and James Charles arrogance. But when she started talking about his sexuality and him coming at straight men, she knew what that was going to do. She was planting seeds because there's already uh, a mentality out here that gay men are always trying to turn out straight guys. Okay. AKA Jeffrey and Nathan, who has now broke up with Jeffrey Star and he's with a woman. So much for him being gay. I told y'all he was gay for pay. But when I said it, I was mean and I was homophobic. No, he was gay for pay. Okay? Because even if him and Jeffrey broke up, he would be with the man. He ran his ass right back to the, to the female pond. So anyways, she was planting that seed. So that way for the people who didn't give a damn about her vitamins, they would be upset about the predator accusations and the accusations of this gay young boy trying to get at straight young kids. So she knew what she was doing. And that's the part that I called out. I did not agree with that had nothing to do with the situation. Let me go ahead and read some of this here. Somebody said, lovely tea preach. You know, I will, honey. You know, if I'm, if I'm going to talk about some, we're going to keep it all the way. 100. Ain't none of these people's victims. They knew what they were doing. Um, Emmy faith says, you look beautiful today, T. Love you and your channel. Thank you so much for the super chat, sis. I appreciate it. Um, Limon Ryan says, Tati wanted Jeffree Star's fame, money, and warehouse connects. She even attacked Jackie and Ina defending Jeffree Star. See, I didn't know about that, honey. I didn't even know about that one. <coughs> um, Daily Urban Media says, T, been watching for five years now. I make custom cups and I want to send you one. Um, how can I send it to you, IG page? Just send me either a DM or email me. Um, email me directly. That'd be the easiest way to send it to me. So thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate it. Um, so like I said, I feel like a lot of it is nonsense what's going on. And this beauty community has gotten so toxic. And I don't want to just blame Jeffrey because it's a lot of people who helped to flatten those toxic flames, okay? You have people who just sit around all day waiting for these beauty, uh, these beauty gurus to tweet something, to create drama, to stitch stories together. That's all they do. So if they're, if they're drama starters, they definitely have help 
with people, fan, you know, fanning the flames and everything else. But I think what they did to him was wrong. But see, that's how karma works. Tati don't make videos like she used to. Before, she was making videos at least once a week, a few times a week. Now you're lucky she makes a video once a month because she can't enjoy that success because she understands that she only got to 10 million followers by doing somebody dirty. Those people followed her because of drama, not because they had genuine interest in her and her makeup. I would never want a bunch of people coming and subscribing to me behind some drama. So she can't even enjoy her success. And I remember when all those people ran to unsubscribe from James Charles and now look at him a year later. He done surpassed the number he was at when they were trying to take him down. So that's karma. And now it's being announced today that a lot of makeup companies have now unfollowed both Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson. Anastasia Beverly Hills is no longer following Jeffree Star. And a lot of people are now unfollowing them as well. And this just goes to show you, I don't care how much money you have, how much fame you have. Obviously, a lot of these people are not really happy. You would think for a community of people where all y'all do is sit around and put fucking makeup on all day and look cute. You would think that they, they would just be happy. Nikita Dragon has, I don't know how many damn Ferraris. She got the body that she's always wanted, but stays in some mess. Stays throwing shade at people. A lot of these folks are not really happy. That's why they sit up all day bragging about their material goods and their Louis Vuitton and, and their cars and everything else because they're not really happy inside. I've never seen a community so toxic. And it wasn't always like this. When I first came on YouTube and I would watch makeup gurus, it was about the makeup. Now it's just simply about the drama. And it's sad because there's people out here who can do makeup even better than some of the top gurus. Let's keep that real. But they won't get any shine. They won't get any recognition because they're not involved in bullshit drama. And that's the sad part. Let's see here. Somebody said, yes, the community is very cancerous. A lot of these people are pressed. They have nothing going on. Let's see here. It started turning in 2015. It really did. It really did. Um, let me see here. Michelle Williams sent a super chat. She says, hey, T, my 23-year-old daughter told me about you, and I was immediately a fan. Love you. Keep telling the truth. Thank you so much for the super chat, and I definitely will. I appreciate it. Miss um, Hunty says, Shane really supported a video that pushed dangerous stereotypes about gay men, trans women, and the whole LGBT. His bisexual self was good with that. That scares my gay self till this day. What video did he do? I don't know anything about that. I've heard a lot of people say that Shane was also guilty of outing somebody out of the closet. So I, I've seen that in different comment sections as well. And I, I also feel like a lot of these, the gay boys who wear makeup, they seem to have issues with the trans people. I don't understand that at all because most of the trans and the drag queens, they're really genuinely into makeup. Because they want to transform themselves into looking like women. So I've noticed there's like a lot of like underlying shade. You know what I'm saying? Where like a lot of the gay boys who supposedly like makeup. And you can tell they're not into makeup. They're just here for a check. They're just here for the drama. Half the damn makeup that I be seeing some of them gay boys put on look a hot damn mess. But it's like there's like this underlying friction. They're always throwing shade at the trans and the drag community. 
I don't know what that's about, but I've just noticed it as I've watched certain beauty gurus or so-called beauty gurus, honey. So, yeah, please let me know what video that was. Um, Arthur Flex says, like Nini says, you can't win when you play dirty. Amen. You sure can't. That karma's real and it has no expiration date. That's why they're all pressed and can't enjoy their success now and crying about their mental health. Um, Clarissa Allen says, T, this is why I trust you. You're not even in the beauty com community and you got everything down to a T. That's how I know you're about research. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yes. And that's why I refuse to be a part of that. And I'm just not that much into, you know, a lot of makeup anyways. That's just not my thing. I'll put it on every now and then. I ain't got time. And especially if I have to be involved in a bunch of drama and, and just people just being messy. I don't have time for that. Like, yeah, honey, my patience. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. They just keep up mess over. That's all they do. Um, Kadima says, have you seen the iPhone where there's C19 exposure tracker in the settings? Um, I've heard about it. I haven't seen it on my phone yet, but I did hear about it. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Travis Pigeon says, yes, T, stroke that hair, honey. Been watching you since your son's cinnamon challenge. Show and love, P.S. You should create a tea, Rona tea. Oh, you know what? That's so funny. And thank you so much for the super chat. I do have a cold and flu tea that's available now on Amazon. So that does help. You know what I'm saying? With all types of cold and flu symptoms. Um, we worked on it for about a month and a half. So it is out right now. It's available on Amazon. So get it. So thank you so much for reminding me to talk about that. And the Cinnamon Challenge video is still one of my favorite videos I ever did with my kids. So that is so funny that you remember that. Um, let's see here. Miss Hunty says it was, he was complicit with the Bye Sister video Tati made last year. Okay. So you're talking about that video. Okay. Um, Bree says, Bree456 Bree says, hi, baby. I've been a subscriber for years, and I love your content and podcast. You're a real one. I love you. Take care. Have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. I really appreciate it, and thank you for the support and watching my channel. Um, Corinne says, hey, T, stay safe in these messy YouTube streets. I definitely will. Notice how Jeffrey uploaded a video with his new black BFF. Trying to make himself look less racist. Yeah, I peeped that I didn't watch the video. I also peeped that Shane Dawson, who hadn't made a video in weeks, then he comes back with a video called There's a Demon in My House. Now, I didn't watch it because I'm not going to entertain the bullshit. You know, but if he feels like there's a demon in his house, he might want to look in the mirror. Because he, it seems like he kind of sold his soul, you know what I'm saying, for another chance at YouTube fame. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like that. And like I told y'all, a lot of people are trying to use the word demon now because they're trying to make it cool and they're trying to make it a part of the lexicon when it really shouldn't be. Crown Beauty says, every black person that associates with a racist is, is for clout. I believe a lot of that stuff is. I believe a lot of it is for clout. You know, like I said earlier... You know, he's always had this reputation and the people still want to fool with him. They're, they're allowed to. I'm not, you know, I'm not into the whole cancel culture. Y'all know how I feel about that. I say speak with your dollars. Okay, that's how you cancel somebody. Tweeting cancel, that don't mean nothing. You speak with your dollars. You know, but I just think the whole situation is just very comical. And especially how, you know, 
everybody now is trying to lean on the mental health crutch. But it seems like these same people who are now crying about their mental health and, oh, what was me? I have a pit in my stomach. Oh, I feel like, you know, the Internet is just trying to tear me down. But y'all all sat back and sipped tea and watched while the Internet drugged that young boy last year. Y'all were here for it. They were loving every moment of it. The, the issue between Tati and James had nothing to do with Shane or um, Jeffree Star initially. Jeffree Star, you know, he, he involved himself. So you guys were all here for that. But now that you guys are being held to task, now everybody wants to scream mental health issues. But y'all didn't care when that young boy was losing subscribers, when y'all coined him a predator, when y'all said that he was trying to, you know, get with straight men. And he has a huge fan base. And I saw, I mean, people, people who are not even a part of the beauty community were dragging him. You had gamers dragging him. You had all types of people from every walk of life dragging him as a predator and a sexual deviant. What if that young boy would have committed S? That's a lot to deal with when people turn on you and especially when you've done nothing wrong. I've been in James Charles shoes, so I know how he feels. When you've done nothing wrong and people try to conspire to try and take you down because of their own issues. What if he would have did that? Then they'd be sitting here trying to play crazy and making, you know, I miss James Charles, you know, videos and everything else. So miss me with the bullshit. Take accountability for the role that all y'all played. Jeffrey. Tati, Shane Dawson, Ashley Kyle, and all the other ones who are on Jeffree Star's payroll. Take accountability for the role that y'all played. Ain't none of y'all innocent. Pure point blank. Y'all were in it chasing fame, chasing numbers, and trying to get a bag. Not everybody want to play crazy. Um, Darylin Quick says, love you, T. You really are the voice of the people, bringing logic to every situation. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Corinne Alorde says, hey, T. Oh, okay, I read that already. Stay safe in these messy streets. Thank you, sis. Um, let's see here. Marvin D says, hey, T. T. Been watching for five years. I got my dope beauty two weeks ago, and I'm in love. That's what's up. Thank you so much. I'm glad you guys are loving the products. I've gotten a lot of really good reviews on it, so thank you. Um, we only have so much left. I do not know when I'll be able to make more because the manufacturer right now, everything is still in limbo and shut down. So if you guys have not gotten any of the Dope Beauty stuff, get it because right now, once it's gone, it'll be gone for a while, unfortunately. So thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Um... Jay Spencer says, we love you, T. Love from a Somali woman in Toronto. Hey, that's what's up. Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Munchkin07 says, thank you for keeping it real on YouTube. Definitely. Um, Ashme Basha says, finally made a live. I'm going to come back for the playback since I missed half of it. Thank you for the super chat. Thanks for coming through. Antonio says, hey, T, keep up the good work and for always having integrity. What do you think about K. Michelle Tamar situation? I think, once again, K. Michelle is being messy. Um, I don't really see why she's so upset. K., uh, Tamar didn't even mention her name on that show that she was on. You know, they asked her a question, and Tamar did right by just ignoring the question. 
K. Michelle just wants a reason to be mad. She just wants a reason to trend. And then her making fun of Tamar's uh, boyfriend's accent and all that stuff was so unnecessary, especially when he didn't disrespect her at all. So you, I'm not here for K. Michelle's antics, honey. So that's how I feel about that one. Um, Misty Blue says, Shane's old voice clips are circulating on social media of him justifying pedophilia. Ooh, honey. I love you and your channel. I've been watching for years, and I'm still hoping for a conspiracy tea series. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. I haven't heard that voice memo yet, but I'm here for it, honey. I want to hear that. Um, let's see. Elizabeth says the demon in his house was him all along. Mm. Let me sip on that note. Like I said, I didn't watch the video. But I'm a good reader of bullshit. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Santa Richardson says, hey, Auntie, thank you for always keeping it real and unbiased. Keep doing your thing, Queen. I definitely will. Thank you for the super chat. Um, Yardi Most says, love you, T. Black people, please support black restaurants. Don't beg to eat at white restaurants like that black woman in Baltimore. Hashtag black dollars. Yeah, that video was sad. How they turned away her son. And he had on the same thing as a little white child. That was just, that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, for me, once they were acting like that, definitely put them on blast. But then I'm out. I'm not going to beg nobody, damn who you are, to take my money. I don't do that. I work hard for my shit. I'm not going to beg nobody to take my money. So I agree with you. Um, Tease World says, T from one T to another. I've been tearing up that peach apricot tea and the strawberry green tea, iced tea. I'm getting through this hot, humid Jersey days, loving it. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you love the teas. The peach apricot is our newest flavor. So that is so good to hear that you love it. So thank you. I love that as well. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Shannon Thompson says, yes, best morning routine entertainment ever. Love from major girl in Australia. Thank you so much for coming through. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Richard Doxycology says, hey, T, longtime subby here. Sent you some important info two days ago regarding a developing story. I think you might be interested in covering. Check it out. Email. Perfect. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Thank you. So now um, Kiki West since 2499, she says, it ain't worth nothing. Stay safe. Black Lives Matter. Eri Santos says, hey, T, I was waiting for you to speak about this. I used to be a fan of both of them. I unfollowed both of them. They're just disgusting how they conspired to take down James. Yes, I definitely feel like that's what it was. It was jealousy. You had this young kid coming out of nowhere, you know, in less than two years, and he's basically on the same level as Jeffrey. And Jeffrey felt some type of way. Tati definitely felt some type of way, you know, and... Like I said, I mean, these people have massive followings. I don't even know any black YouTubers who have 19 million followers, 20 million followers. I mean, they have massive followings, and that's a blessing. Why not just focus on the people who follow you? Why be so worried about somebody's number catching up to you when you're sitting at 14 million? Like, that makes no sense to me. It's just, but like I said, again, fame and money and all that stuff doesn't mean anything. You just have a lot of really insecure people who are blessed to have a platform and they don't appreciate it 
A lot of it boils down to insecurity. Point blank, period. So anyways, let's see here. They said Shane Dawson. Hold on now. Shane Dawson called a six-year-old sexy. P alert. Ooh. That ain't cool. Y'all gonna have to send me that voice memo, honey. If you mentor somebody, you have to accept that they'll be better than you. Right. That's the point of being a mentor. Like, who the hell wants this? But I mean, think about it. That's like, I think, let's take a tattoo shop, for example, how they have apprentices. And, you know, they get mentored by like the head, you know, like the best tattoo artist in the shop. They'll mentor an apprentice. Who the hell does not want their apprentice to be, you know, eventually on their same level? That is a point of mentoring somebody. Don't nobody want to spend their, you know, their hours, their time, their energy mentoring somebody. And the person is still, you know, lackluster, low grade. They're not taking any of your tips or advice. You're supposed to want to see that person that you're mentoring flourish because that's a reflection of you. But again, everybody does not need to be in the teacher slash leadership position because if you're an insecure person, you can't handle somebody else growing and outgrowing you and doing better than you. Then at that point, you don't need to be a mentor. You need to just go ahead and do you. So to me, Tati was very, very insecure. Because that's not what, you know what I'm saying? That's not what you do as a mentor. You should be happy when your mentee is flourishing. Because that's a reflection of you doing a good damn job. Come on now. Y'all got me here preaching. So I've been out, damn, I've been out here for an hour. Oh my God, I can't believe we talked about this shit for a whole hour. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was not expecting that. I thought I'd been out here like 30 minutes, honey. Shout out to all 12,000 people watching. Once again, make sure y'all hit that like button. Don't be in here sipping and not hitting like. It's free, don't cost nothing, okay? So let's go ahead. We're going to talk about the um, the Rayshard Brooks situation. And I say, oh, before we go there, I see a lot of people saying that, you know, James Charles should sue. He has a case. But what people don't realize is like lawsuits and litigation, they cost money. And once you've been validated in this in, in public, you know, in like the, the eyes of the public, it doesn't even matter. He's one bigger than he could have ever won. So for him to file a lawsuit would just be a waste of time, a waste of money. If I were him, I, you know he's watching all this go down. Because that's what I did. Okay, I know he's watching all of this and he's sipping slow. That's what I would do. I would just watch all of it, key key, and be like, I told y'all so. On to the next look. Let me show y'all how to do this beat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't, what the hell is that called? A smoky eye. And I would just go on with my life. Because he really doesn't even have to take it to court. They've already made themselves look bad on the court of public opinion. Period, point blank. But you're going to have a section of the population who are going to be their fans no matter what, who are going to kiss their ass, who are not going to see through the BS, and that's fine. I'm not one of those people. When I see BS, I'm going to call it out. Point blank, period. Um, Let's see here. Got a bunch of super chats. <clears throat> Teens World says, like a parent with a child. Even MJ said that if his kids want to be stars, they better do it better than him. And he was the GOAT. Amen. Amen. What is the point of being a mentor if you don't want your mentee to do better than you? If you're that insecure, you need to get up out the game. Point blank, period. Um, Daniel Alderberry says, my girl always watch. I find myself becoming a tea sipper. 
Keep up the good work. Got the podcast on rotation as well. That's what's up. I love when boyfriends and girlfriends, you know what I'm saying, watch my videos or husbands and wives. So I, I just love it. That's amazing to me. So thank you so much for the support. Um, Let's see here. Ronnie Sai says, T, I love your show. Please promote your teas during your live. Your ginger peach rubus is my favorite. I recommend it to everyone I know. Thank you guys so much. And we've been selling out of the teas. It's like as we're getting them in, they're getting sold out. So thank you guys so much for supporting. And the random people who just run across my teas on Amazon, that means a lot. We're one of the top selling teas on Amazon now. So I'm just really happy about that. So thank you. Um... Ray Love says, hey, T, I've been a tea sipper for almost five years. I appreciate everything you do and the realness you bring. I swear you're my auntie in my head. Thank you so much, Ray. I appreciate that. I hear that a lot. Um, AVC Williams says, finally caught a live. Yes, honey. Yes, you're here. So now let's go ahead and get to the next thing here. Um, oh, let's see. I sent a, I want to start my own channel. I'm in the beauty community. Small channels. Thing. Okay, so she says, I sent a super chat earlier. You inspired me to start my own YouTube channel. I'm in the beauty community. Small channel. Thank you. Thank you for the super chat. And, you know, like I always tell people, there's room for everybody on here. You know? We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. I'm saying you gotta start somewhere, but just keep at it. And, you know, the people who are tired of the drama and the nonsense, I'd rather have them gravitate towards your beauty channel when you stay away from all that conflict. Those are gonna be your hardcore fans. Don't worry about getting involved in a bunch of mess for, you know, clicks and views and everything else. All that shit is temporary. It does not last at all. It's better to come on, start your channel with integrity, and stay out of the drama. Period. Um, let's see here. Um, King of Soul says, congrats on your success. Thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I started working again. I'm buying all your teas. I'm curious on tying your teas. I'm curious on trying any of your teas. Do you have any recommendations? I would love to try them. If you don't know much about teas, I would just say start with the fruits. You know, see if you like strawberries or peaches, we have those. If you're looking for more health type stuff, um, the wellness and digestion is like really good for like stomach ailments. Um, I have a red blood cell tea. Um, that's not like the best tasting tea, but if you add honey to it, um, it tastes better. And then you also get the benefits for like your red blood cells. Um, I also have a men's tea and the men's tea tends to sell a lot too. So a lot of guys make the tea and they add it, um, to like their shakes, to their workout. So a lot of the guys like the men's tea and that was, uh, specifically formulated for the male body. So just a few things that you can like pick from but everything's on amazon all the descriptions um all the benefits and things like that are on the website as well so thank you um so let's talk about this ray shard brooks situation as long as youtube is not acting crazy we gonna keep on going and so far hasn't been too many issues so thank you youtube gods okay we appreciate you um so this ray shard brooks situation honey 
is very interesting. Very, very interesting. <clears throat> is the red blood cell tea good for iron deficiency, anemia, uh, anemia? Um, yeah, that's what it's. That's why I created it. It just helps boost it. It's not a cure. It's not going to cure you know any diseases or illnesses. But there's benefits in the tea that help boost the red blood cells. So that's why I got it created. Um, so with this Rayshard Brooks situation, honey, it's gotten very, very messy. So yesterday was his funeral. And if you guys do not know, we talked about this last week. His girlfriend, Natalie White, was arrested. So they arrested her. So instead of her being at the funeral, you know, being able to mourn her man, she wasn't allowed to go any damn way. Um, she was under arrest. So a lot of people were very shocked by this because, again, the media wants to keep toting that Rayshard Brooks was this, you know, loving husband and loving father. And I'm not saying he didn't love his kids, honey. I don't know. But he damn sure wasn't a loving husband. Okay. And one thing I'm tired of is this media narrative. Every time, you know, um, it's a police and a black man situation, they try and make this fake persona. They try and make things what they're not. And for me, I just respect the truth. Stop trying to make him and George Floyd these outstanding fathers and husbands when we can't find a, a recent picture of George Floyd and his daughter. Okay? George Floyd had a whole girlfriend. But yet and still, you got the baby mama coming out acting like she was with George when that was clearly not the case. But like I said on Instagram, everybody has to play their role. And let's keep it real. When cases like this happen, a lot of these men are worth more dead than alive. So everybody's coming in to start up GoFundMes, to get money, to play the role of the, you know, of the grieving girlfriend, baby mother, wife, all that stuff. Now, from what I've been hearing... <laughs> From what I've been hearing, they're saying that Rashard Brooks and his wife have not been together in a while. And even when he was talking to the police, he clearly said, my girlfriend. Now, you remember in that stream, when I talked about, when I was first talking about Rashard Brooks, I said, this story doesn't make sense to me. Remember that. I said, what wife tells their husband to go to Wendy's in that condition? That, that doesn't make sense. If, you're, if you guys are together all day and that's your husband and your daughter's birthday's tomorrow, why would you send him to Wendy's as drunk as he was? And everybody was like, oh, you know, things happened. She was hungry. I said, no, nah, that doesn't make any sense. If you're a loving wife, you're not going to send your husband out in that condition. Well, now it makes sense. He wasn't with the loving wife. He was out roaming the streets with his girlfriend. The girlfriend sent him to, sent him to go get burgers. <clears throat> Excuse me, my cough is coming back. The girlfriend sent him to go get burgers, and then that's when the confrontation happened. But you can, and I'm going to play the video, you can hear when he talks about his girlfriend. He didn't mention his wife. He didn't say my wife, Tamika Miller. And another thing, are they really married because they don't even have the same last name? These are all fair questions. Y'all can get offended if you want to, but these are fair questions. Is she really the wife? So let's see here. Sounds like he treated his wife and children terrible. I'm glad she's getting financial help. I love a critical thinker. Thank you. Huh, did you? I don't know what you just said. I've been teased. I've been teased, number one question. 
He was cheating on her. Facts. It's lagging a bit. Okay. So basically, the girlfriend is um now arrested. They're arresting her for basically starting. Well, she's saying that she didn't start it. She's saying that somebody else started it. She just happened to peek through the window, girl, by. But she was really, you know, she was down for her man. She done helped burn down the damn Wendy's in Wakanda to avenge Rayshard's death. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys this news article, honey. So y'all can check this out. Give me just a second here. Because like I said, the whole situation just does not make sense at all. And people can get mad all they want to, but the truth is the truth. Attorney Drew Finley moments ago here outside the Fulton County Jail during a press great any further on that relationship between uh, Rayshard Brooks and Natalie White. She did confirm though her bond has been posted. She's being fitted with an ankle monitor and then she would be able to leave the jail. We were in court earlier today when a judge set her bond with several conditions. Natalie White appearing in court by video chat from the Fulton County Jail. All right, Ms. White, this is your first appearance. You have the right to remain silent. Fulton County Judge Todd Ashley read the first-degree arson charge, saying on June 13th, White allegedly set a Southeast Atlanta Wendy's on fire using a lighter and some sort of can. The same Wendy's Rayshard Brooks was shot and killed outside of during an encounter with Atlanta police the day before. And he mentions the name Natalie White in body camera footage. Natalie White, she's my girlfriend. White's attorney Drew Finling on Tuesday confirmed with 11 Alive White knew Brooks. We're good friends, um, but I'm just not going to at this time talk about the specifics um, of their friendship. And in court today, Finling said White did not set the fire. Prosecutors argued this afternoon for White to receive a $20,000 bond. Finling countered, saying his client cannot afford a bond and wanted her release with only her signature. Finling says White has stable housing and no criminal history. Judge Ashley says he still views White as a potential threat to the public, believing the fire posed a threat to anyone around the Wendy's. That Wendy's is right next to a gas station. And so when you have fire right next to a gas station, that's a volatile combination. So I do not find the lack of a criminal record that persuasive. The judge eventually set White's bond at $10,000, ordered her to stay off all social media, and placed her on house arrest with an ankle monitor. Meanwhile, at least one other arson suspect still remains at large. Atlanta Fire previously releasing these photos of a second person and saying the fire at Wendy's did not begin from one single spot. So far, Natalie White has not left the Fulton County Jail yet. She could come out at any second in court today. The judge said if White follows all of the court's uh, orders at some point, they would uh, be open to reconsidering that ankle monitor and house re uh, arrest requirements. We did talk with Finling, as I said, moments ago. He said that he's receiving calls from all over from complete strangers that want to help cover her bond and her legal fees. We'll have part of the press conference with Finling coming up at 6 p.m. Right now, I'll send it back to you. All right, so thank you. All right, so you guys just heard that. Give me just a second here to get that off the screen. So like I said, the whole case just does not make sense to me. Um, like I've been saying from day one, all, all this shit to me was, was um, esoterical. It was all planned. They knew what they were doing. 
Um, not the gentleman, but you know the 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 powers that be. Okay. Um, but yeah, he had a whole girlfriend, and you heard him tell the police. I love how the lawyer's trying to play crazy. Yeah, they knew each other, but he clearly stated those were his own words. His girlfriend. He didn't say Tamika Miller. He said Natalie White. So he was claiming her. That's who he was with. And to be honest with you, that's probably why he ran. He wasn't trying to go to jail and have to explain to his wife why he's out at, you know, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning at Wendy's when he should have been home with his wife if they were together and the child. So that might have been why he ran. The whole situation is a mess. Let's see here. Um, Sean says if she was smart, she would have used that mentor to help other influencers. They would have paid. They set up an interview with the dudes who said James did the predatory actions. James came with receipts. The interview shut down. Thank you for the super chat. I appreciate it. Um, Tiffany so blesses. T just stopping by to show some love. My favorite YouTube tea sipper. Thank you for always bringing receipts. Much love and many blessings to you and your family. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate it. Um, Elsie. Uh, nip alibi, nip nipabai. Sorry if I mispronounced it. She says, "Love you, T. You're always speaking the real, unbiased truth." I'm at church now, and I will watch later. Just stopping by to say hi. Thanks for keeping us informed. Stay blessed. Thank you, and you too. So, like I said, the whole situation is very fishy with this whole Rayshard Brooks, especially now that it's showing that he had a girlfriend. So, the whole narrative about him being a loving husband and all that stuff, we could push that out the window. Now, that in no way negates what the police did. Because I see some people saying, well, he deserved it. He shouldn't have been cheating. Nobody deserves death for cheating, okay? If that's the case, uh, watch your words because your own damn husband or boyfriend could be cheating on you. That don't mean that they deserve death, okay? George Floyd may have been an absentee father who hadn't seen his older kids in over 10 years. That doesn't mean that he deserves death. So let me make that clear. Nobody's ex absolving the police of what they've done to either one of these gentlemen. What I'm saying is I'm tired of the mainstream, um, the mainstream media trying to paint a narrative that's just not true. And that's facts. It's just not true. Um, let me see here. Oh, no, you're, you're welcome. I'm definitely going to clarify that. Yeah, nobody's excusing it. Nobody's saying that anybody deserved death. So let, let's make that clear. All I'm saying is that he had a girlfriend. And, you know, a lot of people have been saying, free Natalie. She's about that life. She put in more work than the wife. You know, I want to hear from the girlfriend. That's who I want to hear from. I want to know what type of tea she got. Because something's not right with the situation. Now, this was what was posted on social media. Um, it seems like a lot of people who know them are also speaking out. So this person here, hold on, says, I think the wife is milking the, don the donations. They were separated and didn't even have a relationship for over seven years. Okay. Then somebody else says, yes, she did wear white. They're separated because he beat her and the kids. Then somebody else is like, what? I didn't know that she was portrayed like they were still together. So a lot of people are spilling tea and basically stating that him and this wife have not been together in years. That she's literally playing a role. And I mean, I'm not mad at her. Get your money. But let's stop spinning this narrative like they were together and, you know, they were in this relationship and she lost her husband when they were not together. 
the person who's probably super mourning is the girlfriend that he was claiming. That's obviously where his heart was at, and that's where her heart was at because she done burnt down Wakanda trying to avenge her damn husband or, you know, I'm sorry, trying to avenge her damn boyfriend, okay? So the whole situation is messy. What is going on? Oh, wow. Did you did my stream stop? Oh, wow. Can y'all hear me? I've been on here for an hour and 10 minutes. YouTube is on that BS. Okay. Can y'all hear me or no? It's just really, it's saying that it resumed. The stream is continuing. Let me try and refresh the page. Hold on. This sucks. At least y'all can hear me. Let's see. I don't know what happened to the stream. I think I got kicked out or something. See, when you start speaking the truth, honey, okay, it might be working. Y'all see me? Y'all hear me? Okay, I think it's, nah, I don't know. I'm getting annoyed now. That means it's time for me to damn go. Because YouTube is bugging now. I don't, I don't like this freezing shit. I'm trying to get my words out. Make sure I hit up everything I need to hit up. So like I said, that's really who I want to hear from is the Natalie woman. I want to know what she has to say about this situation, you know, but I am glad they did. Uh, somebody gave scholarships to the children, which they deserve. You know what I'm saying? At least, you know, give the baby something. But the whole situation is just, it's just very interesting. The whole George Floyd, Rayshard Brooks situation, very interesting, like I said. But it does not negate what was done to them. That's no excuse whatsoever. But there's definitely more to the story. We're going to keep it real over here. I'm not going to spend a day or two or, you know what I'm saying, ignore the facts just because it makes some people uncomfortable. At the end of the day, that was his girlfriend. So he had a whole side piece. Did I get kicked off again? Oh, wow. Okay, I'm getting kicked off. Uh, okay. I think I'm going to get ready to go. It's like acting up again. It says like people keep saying I keep getting kicked off. Okay, so I'm back now. It just booted. I went from literally over 12,000 people watching to down to 5,000. So YouTube is on that bullshit. They're kicking people out the stream again. I guess because I'm speaking real about the Rashard Brooks situation and not spinning the fake, you know what I'm saying, mainstream narrative of him being, you know, a, a husband, whatever. On that note, I'm going to get ready to go because they, they keep messing with my stream and they're kicking people out. I've been out here for an hour anyhow. Um, yeah, my stream keeps going from green to yellow, green to yellow. And now it's dropped to 4,000 people. Wow, that sucks. <sighs> On that note, you guys, 
I said what I had to say about the whole beauty guru situation. Now, you see, when we talk about bullshit, there was not not one issue. The whole time we talked about Shane and Jeffrey, you know, stuff that's not really important. No issues. The second you start talking about real stuff, people getting booted out, streamers getting messed with. I just, I get tired of that. It's so frustrating. Um, I wanted to talk about the Juneteenth situation. Uh, Miss Luscious sent another $99.99. Thank you, Miss Luscious. You always look out. Thank you so much. She says, smooches, keep doing your thing. Thank you, sis. Um, Mary Lavoco says, hey, T from Australia. Love your realness. I've been following you for a while now, and I'm always looking forward to your videos, girl. Keep doing you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. She sends $79.99. Thank you. Um, Purple Rain sends 20 She says, hey, T, fellow Prince fan here. I never miss a podcast or live. I'm an artist in Ratchet Ash, Florida, honey. Please look out for a DM on your Instagram. I want to illustrate or paint you. I think your light is beautiful. Shine on. Thank you so much, sis. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, okay, is it working? Oh, drama pertaining to white people is no issue. Real issues involving black people. YouTube starts acting up. Thank you, Miss Kai June. Thank you. It's the truth. Y'all, y'all seen it. Y'all watched the whole stream was fine. We started talking about real stuff. All of a sudden, here come all this glitching. But, um... Sleeping Poppin' says, although they did not deserve to die, this isn't the reason to deify people. Exactly. Thank you so much for the super chat. And that's the truth. It's like we we turn these people who become mainstream narratives into gods and, you know, we start deifying them. And it's it's just a bit too much. It's it's a bit too much. So thank you for that. Um, T says, T says, <laughs> The virus surging back up, businesses reopening. It's making me nervous as hell. Tin hat tinging, about to fly off my head. I definitely agree. Look, now it says, T, you're down to 3,000 people. Yeah, they just kicked everybody off of here. Yeah, that's messed up. Well, I hope all 12,000 people hit like while they were here. Damn it. I think on that note, I'm going to go. I've been down here for an hour and 16 minutes. It's just so frustrating. Ugh. Okay. Let me say this real quick. Before they... Am I freezing? It's like just freeze. I just hate when I watch and it's freezing. Okay, so let me just say this. I'm just going to have to watch it on the playback. <clears throat> Juneteenth weekend was a hot damn mess around the whole country. In the Twin Cities alone... <clears throat> We had 21 people shot all from the span of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and three people died. It was a mess. 13 people were shot in Uptown in one night. Plus, there were shootings in downtown Minneapolis as well. Somebody got shot at the George Floyd Memorial. They shot themselves, and when police showed up to, like, render aid with the EMTs, People started, you know, trying to fight the police, pelting bottles at them. And basically, because they weren't able to render help right away, the man died at HCMC. Also in Charlotte, North Carolina, there was a huge blowout Juneteenth weekend with uh, protesters, gang members, and the police. 
It was a lot of shooting, a bunch of drama. In Atlanta, there was a huge, you know, battle with the police down there as well and protesters. But the one that's making even more national news is that whole Chaz compound in Seattle, Washington. And right now, the Seattle governor has demanded that that whole Chaz compound be just eradicated. They no longer want it there. During the day, it's all good. It's like a hippie environment where they're singing and cooking food and all this stuff. But at night, that's when all the shit goes down. That's when people start getting on their demon time. And there's been the R word happening to women there. Um, several shootings. And I talked about this the other day on Instagram. Let me see if I can pull up my Instagram here. Because I want to show y'all this. Give me just a second. This is ridiculous, all this stuff that's happening with this stream. Where is it at? Where is it at? I don't know why I had this song in my head. Okay, here we go. So let me show y'all this display really quick here. Hopefully y'all can still see me. Okay, so let me make sure y'all can see everything. Okay, so the Seattle mayor um, and governor, they're ordering it shut down. So I want to play y'all this video here. I do see, I do see some, um, oh, shit. More shots fired. I'm running away. I do see. I do see some. Um... Okay, so I'm going to show you another one here. That's better. I'm fucking keeping covered up. It's fucking getting too much liquor in the fucking system right now, I think. They partied way too hard. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. And now emotions are running high. I mean, oh, there's fucking people scattering now. I don't know what's going on. What's happening? Dude, there's fucking guns. Okay. So, okay, so then this is what happened. I want y'all to see this real quick as well. I want to make sure y'all can see everything clearly. Pull this back a little bit. There's no way this could be happening. Are you guys kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is what you guys are doing. You could be saving this man's life right now. This is what we're doing. You guys could be saving his life. You could be saving his life. You could be saving his life right now. We've not got the clear to do it. You could be I'm saving his life. Over Sir, please explain to me what's going on. United He's dying. He needs your help. This is your job. Is this in your heart to do this? I want to make sure that we have not been clear to move into this. You are clear. We're giving you the clear. We will make sure you're clear. We will make sure you're clear. Okay, we have a number of citizens. This is in your heart. If he dies, it's on you guys. You could have saved his life. You could have. You guys could have. This is bullshit. And you know it, sir. Is it, what if that was your son up there right now? 
Would you want this to happen to your son? We are still... There's no way this could be happening. Are you guys kidding me? All right, you guys. <clears throat> so y'all just saw that. Give me a second here. So, oh yeah, Chicago. I heard, Bree. Thank you for the super chat. She says Chicago had over 100 people shot. Do y'all notice all of this chaos and destruction happened over Juneteenth weekend in major cities like Chicago? Y'all are used to shootings, but 100, that's a bit much. Minnesota, we're used to shootings here, but 13 in one night, that's a lot. 21 in one weekend, that's unheard of in the Twin Cities. So this is my issue here. And the whole Seattle thing, be careful what you ask for. And a lot of y'all may not agree with what, what I'm saying, and I could care less. But to y'all who keep screaming, abolish the police, this is what happens. And to the defund the police people, please have a tall glass to shut the fuck up. We understand what defunding means. Okay, so quit explaining it. The people in Seattle are not asking to defund the police. They did not want any police. That is why they took over the precinct and six and a six block radius. They wanted to be their own little village and compound. They didn't need the police. They wanted to run their own city within a city. So while they were doing that, nobody thought to themselves, is anybody in this little city called Chaz? Does anybody have any type of medical background in the event something happens? Maybe nothing as drastic as a shooting, but what if somebody has like an asthma attack or faints? So nobody thought to figure out if anybody knew anything medical, it was all fun and games. What people don't realize is why everybody's talking about defund and abolish and all this stuff. Okay, because we're not going to act like there's not two separate people. People keep wanting to talk about, oh, no, we're just saying defund. That's one segment of the population, but you have another segment that is saying abolish the police. And let's stop acting like there's not this segment of the population saying abolish the police. Okay, so let, let's, let's stop the bullshit. So my issue is this. If you, how do you say, you know, F the police, we don't want the police, we're going to create our own little, you know, society here. And then when some shit goes down, who's the first person that y'all call? Make it make sense. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't say F the police. And then when drama starts or when, you know, a, a tragedy happens, everybody runs to grab their phone to call the police. Just like they're out here in the Twin Cities trying to defund the police. And, you know, they're getting them out of the high schools. They're, you know, taking their contracts from them. So when stuff starts, the first thing people want to do is call these same people that y'all keep, you know, putting in one box and asking them for help in a minute. What's going to happen is y'all are going to call nine one one and y'all going to get a recording like the damn purge. We've been defunded. Ain't no damn help. You figure it out. Good day. That's what's going to happen. Like, can we, I, I don't understand where common sense just went out the window. It's like, if you even say that there's, you know, decent police People automatically get mad. No, there's not. They're all bad. But then as soon as something happens, everybody calls 911. All the folks screaming defund the police and abolish the police in the Twin Cities. When 21 people got shot, every last person in Uptown jumped on the phone and called 911. 
So let's stop the foolishness. We do need the police, but we need police reform. Okay, let's start there. We need police reform. But you can't just say get rid of the police and then when shit happens, you want the police to come, you know what I'm saying, with, with, with a smile to come and come help y'all. As far as the EMT, what people need to realize, people want to blame the EMT and, you know, the people in this compound are so mad at the EMT. Do y'all not realize that the EMT, they work hand in hand with the police? Y'all didn't think about that before y'all started screaming, abolish the police. They work hand in hand with the police. Until they get the clear from the police to go in, they're not going to put themselves at risk. Because if you work EMT, if that's your job, okay, for y'all who just keep running y'all's mouth and fingers on social media, not understanding what y'all are talking about, when you work for EMT, if they go into a volatile situation and people start pelting them with rocks and, and, and bottles and trying to beat them up or shoot them, if the EMT people get hurt, Who's going to save the person who's wounded? Who's going to save the person who needs the medical treatment? Duh. That's why it couldn't go in. It's not that they didn't want to go in and they wanted the person to die. But if it's a hostile environment for the police, the EMT are not police officers. They're not going to go into a hostile environment. So when you create a hostile environment and they can't, they're not able to do their job and render help, you can't blame the EMT. You have to blame yourself. We've had two situations here. Yeah, shout out to Breonna Taylor. She was an EMT as well. And I don't know if I'm freezing, but I'm going to keep going. We've had two situations here in the Twin Cities. When the guy who shot himself at the, floor, at the George Floyd Memorial, when they tried to go in to render help, Everybody was saying F the police, pelting rocks at them and trying to fight the police and fight the EMT, making it hard for them to go in and go do their job. So he later died. Then there was another situation where a man was ODing and the police were trying to get him Narcan. Once again, here comes the crowd. F the police, get out of here, throwing shit at the police. So the police backed up. And guess what? They weren't able to give him the Narcan and the, I, I don't know if the guy passed away or if he's still in the hospital, but it's like now people are impeding on police and EMT trying to do their job. So that's why I say like, at some point in time, we have to decide, you know what I'm saying? What do we want? Because you can't keep saying in one breath, F the police, abolish the police. We don't need no police. And then as soon as something happens, now you want them to come running. It doesn't work that way. I want the police officers who are bad to be held accountable. I want the four police officers involved in the killing of George Floyd held responsible. I want the police officers involved in the killing of Breonna Taylor held responsible. But we can't punish all police and then turn around and ask them for help. It'd be no different. Like I told my homeboy, he drives the bus. I said, that'd be like one of the bus drivers, you know, one of your coworkers, they, they decide to go on a drinking binge and they get behind the wheel of the city bus and they end up crashing and, and, you know, killing people on the bus. Like, would it be okay for us to then defund the entire transit station because of one person's act, you know, one person's act? 
would it be okay to punish all bus drivers because one person did something stupid? No. So it's just like, you know, be careful what you wish for. Because I just feel like at the end of the day, with all this talk of abolishing and getting rid of like all police from what the extremist people are saying, in a minute, they're going to just be like, okay, well, fine. Everybody handle it on your own or they'll end up bringing military to, you know, to rule over everybody. It's going to be one of the two. Like I said, the whole defunding proposition where they want like, you know, mental health uh, experts to go into situations and de-escalate it. All of that stuff sounds so good on paper. But how do we go about implementing it? Because I've talked to a few mental health workers. They don't want, they don't want that job. They don't want to be out there. They said it's hard enough when they go knocking on people's doors when they have to do wellness checks on people who have schizophrenia and all types of stuff because some of those people are really dangerous. And they're not equipped to handle things like that. So we have to talk about training, you know, getting a group of people that's comfortable enough who have, you know, a mental health background who's willing to go out and do that. It's going to be a lot of things that would have to be implemented before they can just do that. And until there's a plan in place, I don't feel comfortable with either plan until there's something solid in place that makes sense. Let's see here. Um, Carolyn Blue says, thank you, T. I thought I was the only one that felt this way. No, and I think the, the problem is people are so scared to just call out the bullshit. And, you know, if you say something like, hey, we still need the police. People are so scared to be called a coon and, oh, you're not standing with Black Lives Matter. Y'all know me. You kiss my ass. That's my opinion. We still need the police for certain situations. When there's a shooting and there's 21 people that have been shot in one weekend, I'm sorry, we do need the police. And I know there were rumors going around talking about, um, you know, maybe the police were involved in all these shootings. The big one in Uptown had nothing to do with the police. Now, I will give the side eye to the situation because at that point, there was only one way into Uptown and one way out. So I'm assuming the shooters came on foot. But it was some gangbanging shit. So once again, it was black on black crime that led to the shooting of 13 innocent people. So the whole situation is a mess. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, Alexandria says, because you're the best sending positive vibes, gorgeous. Thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate it. <clears throat> um, Akira Coombe says, I love your content. Wasn't the summer stosis that same weekend, not to mention the eclipse as well. Probably some type of ritual sacrifice mess. I believe it was because it was just crazy how everything went down Juneteenth weekend. Even um, during Trump's rally, there was an earthquake in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I talked about this. Let me pull that up real quick. Um, there was an earthquake. Let me see if I can find it. We post so much stuff. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I can't find it. But it's on my Instagram page. But there was an earthquake the same day. Let's see here. Um, Ali M says, T, did you hear about the BT founder talking about establishing black political party? If this was discussed already, my bad. Nope, I didn't hear about that. Um, I can't speak on it because I need to research what they're saying. But I mean, if it's something 
positive and it can be actually implemented, I'm here for it. But, you know, we have to see. Um, Marquita Hicks says, I think they should make being a police officer a prestigious job. They should make it that people want to go to school for at least two years. And something like that might help. You know, a lot of people are talking about, you know, more training and things like that. And I think training is important. But what do you do when you have an old dog like Derek Chauvin? He was the most seasoned officer out there. The other one, I think the, the one guy had only been a police officer for four days. So when you have a seasoned vet like Derek Chauvin and he's just sitting there, you know, with his knee on somebody's neck. Then at that point, you can't even bring up training because he should know better. Or is it a situation where you can't teach an old dog new tricks? So it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of work to reform and, and figure out what the main issues are in these police departments around the nation. Yeah, it was one of the largest earthquakes. Okay, so V says two years are required for police. Teachers and cops are underpaid. Yeah, they're definitely um, underpaid. And I think, you know, the average cop... They're lucky if they make 50 grand a year. That's why everybody talking about defunding them. The police gets too much money. But that money is not trickling down to the individual officers. That money is going to like the different police stations and the police unions. So that money's not even going to the officers. You know, most police officers, they just live like more or less a middle class life. And they're putting their lives on the line, you know, all the time. So it's going to be a lot. It's, it's just a lot to figure out. And I'm not saying I have all the answers. What I'm saying is from a common sense perspective, you can't create your own community, Chaz. And then when drama and violence goes down, y'all call the police. But you took over their police precinct and said, you know, F the police. You don't need no police. You don't need no type of laws. You need nothing. You want to run your own country. And then now everybody at Chaz is mad at the EMT for not going into a situation. That they created. This was created by people of Chaz. So the whole situation's a mess. Um, let's see here. Military weapons. Most officers are getting paid over 75K. It depends. It depends on the city. On average across the nation, it's about 50 grand. On just on average. Now, depending on the city, some are making 75, 80,000, but it just, it really depends. It depends on where they live. So the whole situation is just crazy with everything that's going on. Um, you know, I would just, I would just like something to be figured out like a happy medium. You know, it, it's just, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot to change and it's going to have to be people who want to see a change especially in the police department. And it has to stop being the police versus the people. You know, I want to see more police officers going into neighborhoods and walking around and doing foot patrol and getting to know the people in those communities, getting to know them by first name. That's what they used to do back in the day. It was called, you know, out on the beat. They were beat cops. Walk around and they would know different people. They would know their names. They would, you know... Nowadays, you don't know what police officers are assigned to your neighborhood. You see them rolling in and out the community, but you don't know them. And that's the sad part. And I think there needs to be more community policing, more, you know, opportunities to get the community and the police together in different events. 
It's just, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, it may never happen, but it's a, you know, we could, we could speak it into existence, you know, never say never. It's a lot easier to look at it from a negative point of view and be like, you know, F all cops and, you know, the killings are never going to stop. Yeah, if we want to keep putting out that negative energy, we can think like that. Let's see here. Um, Claude says the FBI released a report that white supremacists are working in the police department around the country and they're being recruited by the Klan. It's still active in 22 states. The police need to be detoxed. Oh, not only that, they're also in the military. There's a very interesting story that I posted yesterday that shocked a lot of people. I've been telling y'all for weeks about this demon energy that's going around. Well, that same demon energy has now come to the military. So let me go ahead and show you guys this. So this is what's going on right now. It's basically, let's see, make sure y'all can see it. A U.S. soldier plotted with satanic neo-Nazi cults to stage an, um, a murderous ambush on his own unit. I mean, this story was crazy. It's about a guy named Ethan Melzar. And he was a part of this like extremist group. And he was going to carry on. And look look at the date that it broke. June 22nd, 2020. More 20 in energy. But um, he was going to put an attack on his own unit. And these were all the satanic materials that they found. You can see like the neo-Nazi emblems and stuff as well. And then even the U.S. attorney had to come out and speak on it. And they said, as alleged, Ethan Melzer, a private in the U.S. Army, was the enemy within. He allegedly attempted to orchestrate a murderous ambush on his own unit, unlawfully revealing its location, strength, amendments to the neo-Nazi and Antichrist white supremacist group. So it's real. It's real out there. I know a lot of folks that I was crazy for speaking about demons and demon energy, but it's real. And now it's reaching, you know, the top. So it's it's really scary. So you're you're right, sis, when you say that there are white supremacists, you know what I'm saying, in police departments, because they're also in the military. And that's where they need to do, you know, more digging with the fine-tooth comb and making sure that these people are not in positions of power. Because how can you be a white supremacist, but then do community policing? You hate black people. You know what I mean? That's part of being a white supremacist. So they're going to have to do better recruitment policies. And if they find out that these cops are attached to these neo-Nazi groups, they should be fired instantaneously. Period, point blank. So on that note, I've been on here for an hour and 41 minutes. Let me read these last super chats and then I'm going to go ahead and head out. Um, I am Camelia sent 10. She says, T, it was off the chain here in Detroit. 18 shootings. Wow. I just started following on Instagram. I started jumping rope again, too. That workout is the truth. Keep doing your thing, girlfriend. I'm glad. I've been loving jumping rope and working out. Um, put a teacup and name your city. If you guys had shootings in your city Juneteenth weekend. So put a teacup and like name like, you know, Dallas, Texas or, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina. 
I want to see what all cities had shootings this weekend. Because Minneapolis was bad. And I just knew Juneteenth was going to be like just a nice celebration. Atlanta, Boynton Beach, Florida, Chicago, Compton. Wow. Minneapolis, San Bernardino, Kansas City, Seattle, Washington, Virginia Central, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, New Jersey City, Bronx, Cleveland. What the hell? Syracuse, New York, Kansas City, Missouri, Louisville, Kentucky, Galveston, Texas, the Bronx, Cleveland, Ohio, Tulsa, Oklahoma. No, hold on. Tulsa, Alabama. Sorry. <laughs> Tulsa. Wow. Bridgeport, Connecticut, Houston, Texas, Rhode Island. BK. Coachella Valley. Somebody wrote everywhere. <laughs> yeah, these demons are real. Pennsylvania. Wow. Mm, Portland, Oregon, South Carolina, Baltimore, Minneapolis again. Do y'all see how crazy? Somebody said Barbados. Damn, they were shooting in Barbados. Oh, hell no. Even over there in the islands, they were shooting Juneteenth weekend. I mean, that just, do y'all see the chat? Michigan, Marshall, Texas. So, I mean, something, there was some type of crazy energy that went on Juneteenth weekend. You figure, I just talked about the ones that made national news. There's people in the chats talking about ones that didn't even make national news. It was that many shootings during a, a, what was supposed to be a celebration. That's sad. That is really sad. Well, I thank God all you guys are here. You guys are safe. You know what I'm saying? I'm safe. <laughs> I left the north side two hours before the damn shooting on Broadway happened. I got up out of there. So, you know... All I can say, honey, is just pray, listen to your discernment, and if you feel the energy shifting, if you feel something is not right, get out of there. You don't have to explain yourself to nobody. Just, just like, like they said on Forrest Gump, just run, Forrest, run, run, Forrest, run, just leave. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just so much shit going on, and it just makes no sense what's so damn ever. It's just, it's scary. Toronto, I mean, people are still naming their cities. That is so sad. That is so sad. Um, Dom said there was a shooting around my block. What city are you in, Dom? Thank you for the super chat, and I'm glad you're okay. Um, Miss uh, uh, Sohan, sorry if I mispronounced it. She says, T, I'm not really religious, but I'm, I'm but on my way into work. I literally heard, as he is the right hand of God, I am the left, and no one was around me. Mmm. That's interesting, sis. That's very interesting. Um, Aquamoon says, T, the age of Pisces is two fish, which represent Jesus. We are moving into the age of Aquarius, which means enlightenment. There's a spiritual warfare. Check your DMs. Oh, trust me. I know. Um, and thank you uh, for the super chat. And thank you, Katasia uh, Gnomes. Yeah, it's definitely a spiritual warfare that's going on. You know, and I feel like, there is something bigger going on with just everything. You know, all the racial tension, you know. Do y'all notice that the protests are still going on and they're even getting more violent? They're even getting more violent in different cities. 
you know, the destruction of property and the statues. And I'm not saying that I disagree with them taking down certain statues. What I'm saying is that energy is just getting crazy. It still has not quelled. So it's it's something going on still. So it's going to be very interesting what comes in the month of July. It's going to be very, very interesting what comes next month. So on that note, you guys, stay safe. Thank you guys for joining me for this stream. We had a good time talking about the whole Jeffree Star, Shane Dawson, Tati drama at the beginning. We had a few technical glitches when we got to talk about real stuff, but it's okay. Hopefully everything on the playback will be smooth. So once again, thanks for joining me, you guys. I've been out here for an hour and 46 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and log off. You guys have a good evening, and I'll see you guys again real soon. Bye.